A chat I got to have with Tom Moray uh, in Hawaii earlier this year when he was over for the Mike Stewart Pipeline Invitational, which went down. Ian Campbell was the eventual winner, which you already know. Uh, sat down with Tom and Mike to discuss everything and nothing. It's a, it's a really interesting chat. Um, probably one of the more challenging interviews to do. I was a little bit nervous, kind of didn't really know which way to take it. But um, after an initial challenging start, I think we kind of get on our way. And uh, yeah, it's thoroughly insightful. And I can't thank Tom Moran enough for sitting down for a chat and also teaching me a little bit of ukulele while I was in Hawaii. So huge thank you to Tom Moray for everything he's done and Mike Stewart for making sure he was there with us during that special event. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to a very special episode of the Le Boogie podcast. This gentleman next to me in a Hawaiian shirt that I'd love to wear one day myself. That's a cool shirt. Oh. Tom Moray doesn't really need much of an introduction at all. How are you doing? He's the reason why you're watching this. Another really good reason why you're watching this is the guy next to him, Mike Stewart. Uh, no introductions needed there either. I thought it was a really rare opportunity to get you two sitting together for a chat. I think there's been plenty of that's, times. That's good. Yeah, there's been plenty of times where each of you have been interviewed on your own terms and your sure. kind of histories and things like that. But I figured there was probably sure. some shared uh, or even divergent views of history between the two of you because you experienced probably a lot sure. together. So I thought during the Pipeline Invitational, you've come over here for this competition to kind of check it all out and be a part of it. And I wanted to go way back to begin with. Okay. And to ask the question of, do you remember the first encounter that you had with Mike Stewart? No. Next question. Ah. <laughs> You're going to be my toughest, my toughest well, interviewer yet. You know. Well, does Mike remember? That might jog well, the memory. But you know how it is when you're surfing, you know? Yeah. You just, you just, there's some guy at the trash can. You go, yeah, outside, you know? <laughs> and uh, you're, you're talking or whatever. And you go, wow, that's a good time. And you're, you're kind of talking, and then you're talking to the other guy in your turn, and he's gone because he's taken off. I mean, we're not here to be in a pod together, uh, arm in arm, all going straight in, waving to our parents or something. You know, we're just out here to catch the waves, and you see some wave out there, and maybe you've got to head for it. Excuse me, I'm going to head out there. And then you go over here instead and catch this little thing here. Because we're just in a practice gain mode of learning how to develop our craft, not for some particular reward that's way off in the future, mm. but for the doing of right now. And they, you know, they say that learning is half the half the fun, but I think it's about all the fun. You know, mm. just the learning and uh, your competition. Uh, you're never really in competition with some other guy. You're in competition with yourself, like in golf or something. Mm -hmm. So uh, just to be out there and gaining gaining ground on your mm -hmm. on your uh, road to whatever it is you're trying to do, but just being in the water, away from uh, the clatter of humans climbing over each other and trying to get more or more of something or other, mm -hmm. it's so special. You know, I don't have to, we don't have to, if you start this way and then you end up over here somewhere, it's okay. Yeah. For me, anyhow. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, then, does Mike remember the first encounter? Mm, it might be at his, I'm wondering if it was at his uh, R&D center over there in Kona. Um, I went over there to try to get a job. First of all, I knew, I found out that he, that the thing that I was so passionate about bodyboarding, boogie boarding, mm. was, uh, oh, the guy, yeah, he, he invented it. Oh, really? Yeah, he invented it at Honnold's, which is a break, you know, oh, yeah, like a couple breaks over. I'm like, really? Like, okay. Yeah, and he lives down there. I'm like, oh, right on. Like, okay, this is a guy that actually created the thing that just, like, transformed my whole world. And as a result, I'm like, okay, I gotta try to find 
find them and um, you know just try to uh, make a connection there and see where that energy leads and and led would, would lead to and so I think I, I went down there and and uh, I I kind of vaguely remember like going in there and asking and I was like yeah you know I don't know if you need a job but he, he's, he's a nice guy he just hired hired me and um, so for me I was like yes you know I got I got to go and at first I was only allowed and this is kind of cool because I can I, I can ask you too Tom and I'm not sure if you're gonna remember or not but like when I first started working there we had the you know we had the little time cards I think Oh really? Yeah, we had the time you had to punch in, punch That's out. That's right. That's right. We had Sally Knox in Sally, there. yeah, and secretary and everything. Yeah, and I think like at the first for the first two weeks maybe or maybe longer. It could have been a month, but I was only really allowed to tinker in downstairs downstairs items, and downstairs oh. items uh, were either um, things that couldn't fit upstairs, like the flying craft. Or it was it was stuff that maybe was like okay, this lower priority, put, putting it here and take it to the dump or whatever. Oh. And I this was like for me, it was just like, you know, what is this? What is this? What, this is the place that I saw the first soft sleek board ever. Oh. And uh, for me, you know, you gotta understand, like I was just like. It's like any other young, super enthusiastic grommet. I think I was like 15 or 16. No, 16. You were not that old. No? no, you were like 12 or 14. So, no, something like that. Older? Marcia's saying older. Yeah, because I think I moved to Kona when I was like 15. So I think oh, I was okay. 16 or 17. Oh, okay. Do you remember my, when we first met? You do? Marcia remembers. Marcia, where did we first meet? I wasn't there when you first met Tom in the shop because I, you know, had the kid, but I remember that uh, we were in the industrial area. Yeah, and that building's still there, by the way. Yeah, and um, basically, I, I didn't see you come in, but I saw you cleaning up around the shop. Oh, yeah, with this little toehead kid. And, and Tom's going, I said, well, "Who's this kid?" You know, I said, "Seems like a nice guy." He's my new shop boy. <laughs> well, you were more than just a shop kid. I mean, I know were, that, but I'm saying this is when I first saw him. He's a young kid, but you can see, like you know, when you're in your town and you're out in the break, you go, well, that guy there, I'd like to know him. I think he's going someplace. You know, maybe I can help out on his course. And mm -hmm. of course, I had money at the time, and I had foam, and we had, I had ideas, and I was. Interest, ideas. Interested in primarily a project that I l worked on several years before then and still mm -hmm. have in my mind, and that is to develop a really great swim fin, oh, yeah. which uh, is still on the horizon, you know, because uh, it's a tough problem in, in as much as uh, your feet are all so different. Mm. Now, the design of the swim fin is worth worth talking about hmm yeah let's go okay so your toes uh, are your feet are made to walk with and so your foot comes your foot sticks out at basically 90 degrees from your leg hmm. but when you are swimming you want it basically sticking zero degrees with your legs hmm. so that as your leg goes up and down this thing flips it it's the flipping that motion this waggling mm. that drives you forward mm. so one of the first things I was trying to do achieve I achieved a great deal we did in that area by um, making the best prototypes were were uh, we made sleeves like the sleeves in your wetsuit. Mm -hmm. If you cut off a section of that thing and then you stuck your foot into it, mm -hmm. it's flexible. And you had a strap around the back of that to hold it in there. Mm -hmm. And then we made uh, aluminum cutout with a bandsaw 
aluminum piece that went from in front of your toes mm. and along the side of your foot and dipped down around underneath your ankle bone mm. and across the back and then up around the under the other part of the bone and then forward mm. and then you had this u-shape basically a piece of aluminum that was bent in a u that came around and then you could fasten to that Mm. You could fasten a piece of bent metal that had pieces at each end that were bent up so that you could push it down and then it would catch and lift up. And another piece on the other side that would do the same, go up and come over, come, come through openings that you'd make on this side, mm -hmm. on this thing, and would come up there like, so like this. So right. it would click together, click. And then you could make Velcro pieces that tied it tighter, because you don't always want it tight on your foot, but, mm. but sometimes you want it really tight. Mm. And then with that thing, then you could connect to it, to the metal, another metal piece that went down, or that enabled you to put something on it that went down, which would be your flipper. Mm. So the better swim fin would be to have three basic pieces, four basic pieces of things. One, the footy, the part that's got to be your sock. Mm. Two, the main support. Three, the clamping down and up so that you can pedal up and pedal down because mm. it's like a bicycle pedal. And then therein was is one of the problems in that you want to, you don't really need a thing that's exact, holding you tight all the time. Mm. You want some freedom, and also you want to be able to take it off. So mm. there was other other parts. I forget whether it's up to two or three or four. Mm. But uh, it's about four. Then a flipper, and there's a plethora of different kinds of flippers that come at different angles. The first thing is that your foot, again, is at the wrong angle from your leg for swimming. Mm. So you have you make a mounting and then you have a thing that's out in front or up above that is at the good good angle. Mm. You know, the swim fin doesn't have to be right at your foot. It can be a little behind it, a little mm. up, see. But anyhow, so that as you move your leg up and down, this thing pedals back and forth. Where this comes from, and I'm gonna stop here soon, give you a breath is that uh, I was sitting upstairs in our house in Kona thinking about what is the actual uh, power of the fin about? And I'm thinking, well, it's about flexibility and you flex your fin and it flips and so forth. But my mind said, no, that's the wrong word. Flexibility is not the right word. What is it I want? Spring. Mm. That's what I want is spring. God, if I had some spring, something that had some uh, to it, I could put my pressinger in, bam, come back, boom, boom. Mm. And it occurred to me that I had a big full-size handsaw downstairs. Mm. So I went down and unscrewed the uh, wing nuts that are on a handsaw, pulled the handle off, turned it around, and fiberglass I taped over the dangerous blades. Yeah, I was gonna say. What? <laughs> and then I, I had I put on a booty, yeah. uh, like for a swim, like for a dive booty, mm. and stealthily went down to the dock there in front of the King Cam Hotel at night, so nobody would see this thing. <laughs> and I taped my foot to the bottom of this saw blade, which is backwards with the narrow part to the front, and this yeah. big thing out there. And I oozed into the water warm, that warm water in Hawaii, just mm. stepping off those steps right there down by that. You know? And I, I'm out there prone, laying down, and I, I lifted my leg up, and I went, Whoa. and it didn't make any noise. Mm. It didn't go splash, splash. It just went, Whoa. and then this was, other thing was back, and then giving and delivering power. Yeah. So by moving up and down, I'm going. Moving quick. Mm. Of course, the other foot and the rest of the body's behind. Yeah, just dragging. But there, where can I get that together? So I went to the hardware store the next day, 
and they had a three for ten dollar or something deal which were smaller blades for some kind of a small hand thing yeah. and I thought wow that's cool because you could have that and you can tape over it with just any kind of masking tape or packing tape and you got webbing mm. because that's the way it was with the duck foot yeah that was a big deal replacing our only source in those days which was the churchill swim fin mm. with its offset imitation thing which is yeah. a terrific deal yeah but the duck foot gave a lot more a lot of great power right and these are the duck fins that were on the market at the time as well they were those right. longer blades That's and they right. had the ridges mimicking yeah, the yeah. same thing yeah they trying to trying to do all the jobs mm. with just rubber yeah and then live rubber which was great but uh, you want to do a good job, and you've got to do it just with one material. I don't, I don't think so. You know, mm. probably you're not going to get a radio that works with just something. One material, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a problem. Uh, but the bigger, bigger problems is that everybody's feet are so different, mm. and their interests are so different. Mm. And uh, so, kind of put it aside for more pressing matters. Mm. Yeah. And it's a, and it still. It seems like it still vexes you. It after all these years, you still proper, want to. That's a proper word. I'm, I can't. Uh, I can't bear what I've done lately. Is uh, I've used. I bought some. I bought commercial duck feet. Yeah. And then I've cut down because I talk all the time with my friends and I, mm. uh, I've cut down the beams on the side. Uh huh. And then I've split like my fingers are split open. I've sawed like that. So these things are the, the, the duck foot, it's like that, and then taped in between that. Or no, not taped, but just left it open. And that gives you resist that gives you resistance so that your fin is not sliding from side to side. Uh -huh. Because these things are never lined up completely, you know, they're always caught yeah. eye, see? So you get good results resistance and you can get power. And uh, that's been good enough because I've gone on to other things, mm. but I, I, I still would like to see that thing. I know it's some. I know it will get picked up, and the problem is that the younger person doesn't quite get it. They don't get that flexible is the deal. They are all about rigid, more stiffer. Mm. And of course, younger people have a lot more strength and power, and they do that. Mm. But it's not that much fun. Mm. Sure. Do you think the dolphin, and I mean, I'll bring Mike into this as well, because it's a discussion that's never been had in this, in my experience with um, this podcast, but, you know, Mike, you're a guy who's designing fins as well, and you're, you're I mean, are you picking up off this initial kind of uh, interaction with Tom on, on that question? Has that been something you've carried from that experience? or? Yeah, I'm sure it's influenced it in some ways. You yeah. Know. Uh, yeah, it would have to, everything. You know, He's had a lot of different influences, yeah. a lot of different drive, too. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, that that is a purely um, propulsion mm. priority. Mm. Like, my first priority on a swim fin is function on a wave. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm most concerned with that. Yeah. So. I want the thing to work good behind while I'm riding. Yeah. So, you know, an extension of my body, an extension of my board, and, you know, if I'm bodyboarding, it's an extension of my board, body mm. surfing, extension of my body. So the attitude, I position the fins, I need them to work in a certain way that is going to be super functional on the way. That's the first priority. Mm. Second priority is probably comfort, and then third is propulsion, because mm. you can get a little bit of propulsion different, you know, um, blade durometers, softer durometer, softer blades, you get like, your kick is a little different mm. than it is if it's, if it's a stiffer blade. Mm. So you use a different muscle, you know, you straighten your leg a little bit different, and you, you know, so you have to adjust to the, the flexibility of the fin, but you can generally get mm. uh, a fair amount of propulsion, adequate propulsion. So to me, the main thing is the, the ability to act as a you know, external planning service. Mm. That's the first thing, and then, and then, so it's a little bit different priority. But there's no reason why, you know, like to get good propulsion and all that. So, mm. you know, there's there is for sure an opportunity to make make things way better than they are. Mm. You mentioned on this swim fin question. You you mentioned Churchill's, which were the <coughs> the main swim fin 
back in the day. Back in the day. And yeah. but in bodyboarding, that shape has persisted in many ways as the, the preferred shape. Um, one of the interesting things you spoke to me about last night was the the story about the, the length of the bodyboard and, and why it was kind <laughs> oh, of... Yeah. And, and maybe I'm just kind of using that. You, you meant, well, do you want to tell that story quickly so people well, can hear like that one? Because that's cool. I will. I'd like to stay a little more on the fin thing. Yeah, I want to bring you back into that though. So it's, it's definitely so, part of that. So this sport and the context of this sport is mm. guys. Okay. Basically, it's guys. It's not adult males with families or little teeny children. It's, it's youth that wants to walk the picket fence and go further out on the edge and ride the motorcycle laid over so you're practically falling mm. fast and power and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But what about the other half of human humanity? Mm. And then it's not just about the ocean and, and diving, which is a, a spearfishing and, and snorkeling mm. and, and body everything, body surfing and all that. But what about when you go to the lake Mm. Not only do you seldom see a woman, only if she's going to be a body surfer or running mm. a boogie or something, mm. in the ocean with fins on because they their feet are pretty. <laughs> and our, we don't give them, you know, we're callous and tar and dirt. Mm. Our mothers are going, don't you come in here with that tar on mm. your feet. You wash your feet out before you get in the house. Yeah. You know? But if you're going to the lake with your woman, your girl, well, you might end up taking two bicycles on top of the car, sticking up, to go up and drive around the lake and look at it. Mm. And the bikes might be uh, a half, a, a quarter of a pound lighter than the next guy's and cost you another $1,000. Mm. But because you can get it on credit, uh, well, it's only, you know, but what man, let alone what woman, ever takes swim fins to a lake <laughs> or the river? Mm. None. Now that there's some interest in, in riding in, in, uh, in the rivers and mm. uh, this kind of surfing activity, yeah. mm. or if you've got to dive, or if you're going to gold mine, mm. which is a whole cool. So the market for the swim fin is enormous. Mm. However, the fins for that purpose are uh, got to be slow coming because the marketing by the custom shop keeper uh, is, has waned. So it's all about these big organizations like Amazon and mm. where you can just convenience in shopping and having credit and having delivered, mm. whether it's tonight's spaghetti dinner. Mm. Or, or your thing, your airplane parts, mm. that to get them, to get them like that. So, mm. we are, we are. Uh, the tail is wet. The, the, the dog is being wagged by the tail. Mm. You know, right now, and we're it's so much in commercialism that uh, we don't. We're, we, there are going to be some people that maybe listen to this and come on. And there are so many incredible craftsmen people, craftsmen, craftswomen, mm. that uh, hopefully though there will be those that will embrace certainly giving us mm. great propulsion in the water via our feet. Mm. You know who invented the swim fin, don't you? I don't know. Is it Winston Churchill? No. I just thought I was linked to no, Churchill. Was throwing it out there. Is that uh, Graham Bell, or no, not Graham Bell, but uh, Edison? Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. There's pictures of Benjamin Franklin. There's one great picture that's an etching mm -hmm. of Benjamin Franklin floating on his back with his kite in the air, mm -hmm. propelling himself with his articulating wooden swim fins <laughs> that just click clacked up and down yeah, right. as he moved his foot up and down. Yeah. Was Benjamin that? Franklin, man. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Well, I was pretty, like, he was a president, right? I'm an Aussie, so I don't know all these things. You're what? Was he a president of the United States? Yeah. 
He was before there were presidents. Was he before presidents? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What else did he do, though? He did a lot of good stuff. Well, he bought he was us. an inventor, yeah. 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 He was a. He ran this printing press for his one of his relatives and mm. published a newspaper. He was a. See, he was a guy on the edge. He was like a a hot guy that can see further ahead mm. in a time that's dominated by the churches. Yeah, right. And the churches were all about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Mm. And uh, there was Catholicism, and there was Protestantism, and then there was variations, and there was warring, and that stuff goes on still in some of these countries where mm. the, the believers of this part of Christianity are warring with the ones in the other part. You know? mm. Not that it has anything to do with the message of Jesus, mm. which has been generally misinterpreted, mm. but it has to do with all this stuff that comes in because basically guys get in there mm. and guys that are not really studying, students, I, who am I to say, but mm. that have revelations and have dreams and have drives that are not necessarily in the direction that the church was trying to go in the first place. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of leaning towards something, though, that I wanted to kind of go to, which is like, what what drove, or where do you feel like your inspiration to create and to invent yourself? And both of you have this same kind of drive. I know Mike's got, you know, ideas all the time. He shares some of them with me, but I'm sure there's others he doesn't. But for both of you, I'll start with Mike, like how... Where do you think that inspiration comes from to actually create? Um, I, for me, um, being curious by nature, having an active imagination. Yeah. And uh, being alone a lot uh, okay. when I was younger and just being able to drift in daydream and uh, really let your mind. Um, and, you know, perhaps, you know, with my mom, she's a pretty cool lady that uh, would have encouraged me to like, you know, expand. Mm -hmm. Like, don't just think, you know, you know, like small, like think outside, you know, your mind's infinite. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, because it is kind of the only, uh, the only f facility that we have, the only faculty that we have to look beyond mm -hmm. what reality is and what mm -hmm. to take us beyond, you know? And, uh, and it's really confined to our belief systems. So, um, anyway, so I guess it, it's more to do with just having an active mind and being really curious, which I would encourage everyone to do because I think creativity is like, you know, probably one of the best or one of the best, uh, most important things that people bring. Mm. And um, if everyone can be more creative, I think that that would be huge for society in general mm. because it's going to take those kind of creative problem solving to overcome some of the quagmires that we've got ourselves into mm. so have, yeah and then you know you? also i'll say yeah. you know like um you know being at a, being being with um, a certain uh you know ability and then meeting someone like tom that has like his you know just like going for it like, mm. to me that was like huge catalyst for me so it, it was like you know instead of painting in black and white now i had this whole palette of colors with mm. plastics and mm machines and um and i went off man that 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 air lubricated board i made down there is still like pretty darn fast it's good, man. It's good. It's it was good. crazy it's like good. what we did you know like mm. i, I made molds for the plug yeah there's some things in that board that they're still not they're still don't do now yeah right and um yeah anyway so it it was a real cool um uh adventure in terms mm. of like opening up my mind and and that was like a huge part of um, yeah, uh, you know, being able to kind of come up with more and more stuff and mm. trying to bring things to reality, bring things to, you know, from the mind into manifestation. Mm. Lately, lately I have uh, been abandoning the word God. Okay. It's uh, pretentious and it's, uh, it's on, I, I, I naturally come across and then I, came, I nat naturally come across hiccups with all of that stuff uh, and uh, find that uh, I found a religion that d does a good job of 
uh, at the Baha'i faith. Mm -hmm. And in the Baha'i faith, the founder, uh, who uses the pen name uh, Baha'u'llah, Baha meaning light and U meaning of Allah, describes quite repeatedly giving a de definition of God as greater than every great one is God mm -hmm. and vastly beyond the comprehension of all of us. Mm -hmm. Of a thousand uh, prophets, a thousand Jesuses or Mohammeds standing on the Sinai of knowledge could but fathom a dewdrop of the reality that's here. So I have in my conversation with myself be, been using the word creation. Mm -hmm. Creation is this stuff here, pardon me, all this stuff here. And creation is that stuff that comes in the shower, you know, oh man, I got a great idea, you know. So creation is, and we are sons of creation. We are exponents, we are tools and fingers and hands of creation. Mm. And of course, contra creation, like I would do that, but this other thing's in the way, I gotta get that out of the way. Mm. Or these guys are what we need in order to build that, but we have to get rid of all those animals and all those enemies and all that, so that stuff goes on. Mm. And we, we become enraptured with our concepts of what the what creation's about and the father and all this and what and then we get we're dutiful and we're good little boys and girls and we do what we're supposed to do which we need to do in order to get trained and get up get our chops together so we can do something. You know? mm. Do you feel like that? Uh, inspiration from this faith, like it, has that been with you a long time in your life? Oh, here's what it here's what he, he mentioned about us. On the other hand, I wanted to touch everything. Uh huh. Don't touch that, Tommy. Come on. No, get your hands off of that. Yeah. No, don't. Don't do that. Get your hand out of here. Don't you do that? Don't you do that? Uh -huh. Pretty soon you're like this, and then at some place this. <laughs> Who's that guy that was green? That yeah, was, the Hulk. The Hulk. The Hulk shows up <laughs> on the <a> date and <laughs> starts to ooze out, and you start touching the things. You start going awry. You're going a little bit astray, and then hopefully you don't go so far astray that you're slapped down yeah. too hard. So then you learn uh, it's got to be up to you to gather in that which you need for your tools and your inspirations mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Then mm -hmm. you can only be dutiful and so long so because you are so different mm -hmm. from the next person, even in your family. Yeah. I think that's a good thing for parents to take into, like, Man, let your kids let your kids explore and experience. Yeah, it's like often like what you like you're saying is you you you're, you become suppressed. You know, it's an interesting way to go. That like this whole you said you're you're so unique and different from the the person next to you, the person oh, yeah. with the, the right. with the same right. blood. You know, yeah. like you can be so different. I mean, when it comes to big ideas and and creation of of things and uh, good things that, that bring us joy, like the boogie board or like mm -hmm. a better swim fin. I mean, how hard is it to get the right mix of people together? Because it, it, does it really just come down to one person to make these things happen? Or is the secret sauce actually being able to find a few people that can actually connect? Oh, the secret sauce. Yeah. The secret sauce yeah. is... Uh, <laughs> of we, course. How could you forget? Yeah, the secret sauce. Well, that's what that what is so special about surfing. Mm. And again, I'm going to ditch the word boogie and boogieing and all that stuff. Yeah. We are surfers. Yeah. And uh, I know that the stand-up surfer of the shirt boy that can go boom, 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 boom looks down his nose at the longboarder, and the longboarder is frowned upon by the by the guy that takes off and stands on his hands <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I am reminded, as I talk, of a YouTube video that's out there that 
entitled Jumpy Knows a Lot of Tricks. <laughs> and there's a guy with his dog, and he's got to show us what his dog does. Yeah. So there's the camera, and the dog's going, <laughs> just sitting there with his tongue lagging. You know? yeah. He says, Jumpy, roll over, or, or shake hands, and put that with the other hand, and roll over, and he rolls over, he does all this stuff. And then he says, walk around, and he picks up the dog up by his hind legs, stands him up on his front paws, yeah. and the dog goes and runs all through the house, endlessly. Doesn't bump into anything, he just runs all over. He's, he's a dog dutifully doing what his dog mother and father, he learned from him, but he's capable of what we haven't even a dream we could do. Mm. And so we're all kind of like jumpy, you know? We all have these abilities to do. I, I know I'm off the topic. No, no, it's, you get, let's what go. Was, what was the topic? Well, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm even losing it, too. Like, I'm losing where it went, too. But, like, it was about um, people, the uniqueness of people. Oh, grouping, oh. Yeah, like, how do we work together? Because, like, I oh, mean, oh. Is, it a, is it the individual kind of... Is it the individual who creates these things and just finds the right people to make it happen as well? I think I think it varies. Does it make it hard with the unique? Well, I think if you have like a like in my case, basically I have a vision. Like Mm. if I come up with something, I'll have a vision, Mm. and that vision is not always accurate in terms of what I'm. I I envision what something should be to accomplish something, and Mm. then when I start to create that thing and I'll match the vision. It doesn't always perform and so it will morph and that's okay mm. that whole process is okay mm. but sometimes if you have a vision and you're like you're adamant about making sure that it, it reaches that it's hard to communicate that mm. so that's why i kind of i mean personally i got into cad and tom's into cad it's like yeah that way you can communicate your vision yeah you know universally like oh yeah. here's the file like, like yeah here's the, here's the thing so um there's zero communication loss between your mind and that file, uh-huh. that that file. So to me, that's like as a designer or someone that's you know creative, that's pretty important. Yeah. Now, in terms of bringing that to reality, there's other people that do things better, mm. and I would yield to them to do certain aspects of it. Okay. Yeah, and even even the design, like, hey, here's the idea. This is what I got. What yeah. Do you think? You know, and I'll I'll run it by different people in the design world. For me, you know, I have different yeah. friends and different like. You know, sure. like at Google and at IDEO. And, yeah. You know, I got some cool friends, Tom. Bring, yeah. Bringing them together. Bringing these yeah, together. Craig Lark. I mean, he's a... Yeah. Go, oh, Greg Lohr? No, Craig. Remember Craig? Oh, from, Craig? Yeah, yeah sure, from Oakley. sure. He's still going. He's yeah. still going, yeah. He's, he kind of got... Actually, he was instrumental in helping me with CNC. Okay. Uh, and, and uh, like, for me, I remember having... Like, I'm trying to create the new bodyboard, the next bodyboard, and having the idea of, okay, well... Is it a molded product mm. or is it a mass-produced, mass-customization product? Mm. And I thought, well, that's kind of seems like where things are going. And so I went, it was like literally a fork in the road and I took a different lane in the freeway mm. and went down a different path. Mm. Ended up at Patrick Muller's down there, down at uh, um, Oceanside and, or Encinitas, wherever it was, and then started that way. But anyway, it, it, it was, yeah, so I think the initial in- inception and vision can come from someone, but in terms of like bringing that to reality, mm. I think a good team is pretty in- essential, really. To get the product, to get yeah, the to thing get it, created. Yeah, to get it to the point of resale. Yeah, yeah. Right, like you can get a product in the market, but really you got to bring that product to, re- product to resale. Like you mm. got to go through everything to get it to the point where, you okay, now you're reselling it. Mm. In, in other words, you've got, you're filling new orders. Yeah. So, you know, that, you know, that's all the things that you don't see, like packaging mm. and, and shipping. And exactly, yeah. Does the thing get damaged, you know? Yeah. But coming back to the kind of the process of creation and, and creating things that people use and enjoy, is it, is it for, for both of you, and I'll start with you, Tom, like, yeah. is, is this inspiration to create stuff, is it something that you... Does the well run dry for you? Has it ever kind of gone to a point where you're like, I got nothing today. Like, I, there's nothing here for me to create. There's nothing for me that I'm trying to oh, yeah. reconstruct. It's, like, but it's it's not uh, click clack clack. Simple, nothing so simple. No, I'm brought up in music. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, as a, at age seven, I had an epiphany. Uh, I had uh, a need. There was a little play going on at the trailer park where we were. Mm. Some girls were going to have a play, and they needed. It seemed like they needed a drummer, and I found pieces, two pieces of wood, and it was a trash can, and I hit the hit the trash can a couple of times, yeah. and oh my God, I was enthralled. I mm. didn't know the word. Mm. I had an epiphany. Yeah, rhythm. Uh huh. And out of rhythm, I that put me into a a place where I was a drummer and became a a stage drummer and a concert drummer and a, and I got I got rhythm I got you music, do I got jazz you do you can ask for anything more <laughs> da, da, da. and I brought up with the radio with all the big bands that big band era yeah and of course we're playing together and of course even the ukulele is mm. you've got four strings you mm. just don't play it with one string mm. you've got harmony and harmonics and mm. stuff that that uh, you don't know mentally what's that what is that mm. what's that noise what's all that about mm. that kicks in and you got then you have just sitting next to somebody that's creative or not i was sitting about this far away from a lady on a couch, and some question came up that had to do with a simple math problem, like 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 what's seven times eight? You know, mm. I didn't have a clue. Mm. I was blocked by this person who had a very strong ambience. I'm looking back on it. I was incapable of performing that simple task. Now, uh, it turns out also from time to time. <laughs> living with her <laughs> from from time to time I am blotted out I am not I can't function because of what I'm involved with uh -huh. now the other night the other day someplace I started singing doing a little music and oh oh it was so delicious so delightful the harmonies that were naturally flowing forth, you know? Mm. Now, we had a great session yesterday with you, right? Yeah, yeah. You're learning. Yeah. You picked up that ukulele damn fast, you know? Uh, I had a little bit of experience with the guitar, so, yeah. you know, there's a little... I've, I can't, I'm not going to pretend like there's some kind of, you know... But under the, the influence... Humble. Under the influence of the Paniolo. Yeah. Rich. Rich, yeah. Rich what? Kaneho. Rich Kaneho. Yeah. Kaneho. This guy... Is such a force of nature, he doesn't know it. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? He's we're, totally. we're helping him realize that. Yeah, right? we're helping. Yeah. We had a good he's chat a today. He's a solid. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. We're gonna make it happen. And he's a dear soul. Yeah. He's awesome. It's awesome and a very spiritual being. Yeah, yeah. With an open heart. Mm. And I walked past him someplace on the path to the beach yesterday, the other day, and he goes, and then he just spewed forth this three line or four line limerick. It had to do with me walking to the beach, which was a complete song. Just came out, just like that. There, there are people with much, whoever you are, there's a lot of people with so much more ability, so mm. much more talent. And you get there as you communicate, as you get together and mm. rub elbows and, and play with each other. Mm. We're here, we're not here to grind them out, man. We're here to play with each other mm. on the planet. And everybody, and not these presidents, and not this, not all this commercial stuff and all that. You know, we need to get that under our feet, get that out of the way. We gotta mm. get, we gotta get past money. Mm. And we gotta get so that we uh, don't want so much. Mm. and need so much and that we don't promise uh, subconsciously to our mates by our very presence and the things that we're not promising that we're going to do all this stuff because we're not capable of doing most of it. Mm. Uh, I don't know what to say about all that but we are here to work together. My left hand, my right hand, I gotta have them. Mm. My feet, and two feet, you got two sides, you got you got two wings of the bird, you know, we have, and then we have flocks and the protection of the flock and the, and we have 
communities and we have laws and all this stuff. It's all, it's all pretty much very important mm. in order to get further than we are. Mm. In harmony. In harmony. Da, 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 <laughs> chord. <laughs> But, the, but that, that jazz influence is obviously super strong in you. Like this is kind of, is this the way you see the world mostly? Because I know Mike shared with me once about a discussion you might have had with him about with, with the boogie board and how like competition isn't really like a, the ideal form of expression for this craft. Like it's competing against each other. Well, if you're with people that are sprouting muscles and sprouting talent mm. and their youth. If you're with youth, youth has got to show off. It's got to fluff its, it's got to have the its feathers. feathers in it. It's got <laughs> to attract its mate. Yeah, it's got to sure. find its place within his flock. Yeah. But then at some point we are, we are part of a flock, mm. humanity, mm. and uh, we're connected tenuously, tenuously, intricately with the plants and the rocks and all that kind of stuff. Mm. We need to find our place and move with it mm. and, move and flow with all these things that are coming and going. Mm. Are enough of us doing that? I am no judge of that. No? I don't know what the course of humanity should be at this moment. Mm. Come on. No, I mean, you look around the world, you, you're, oh. you're, you move through it, you, you, you see people, you meet them. Like, are people in harmony enough to get some good things okay, done? So one of my complaints is I'm a, I'm a musician and that's taken me to jazz. Mm. And what jazz is is where guys get together like us and go surfing. Mm. Only they get, to, they get around like we did last night. Mm. They get around the, the fire and uh, tell stories mm. Start jamming. or play music. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in, the, uh, in all the different avenues of endeavor why this stuff is going on and you bump together and you get to, with somebody and you can do something with somebody else that you never thought of doing. Mm. One example is that thing that uh, you uh, all put your fingers on the ends of the, on the table. Ouija board. No, uh, I was thinking, but we all put our fingers on the top of the table and then it lifts up. Oh yeah. I forget how that works, you know. But there's, there's powers that we have because, again, we think in terms of our power, but we forget all the time, we disregard, I can't say that, I can't say we, but that we're sitting comfortably here, but if we were at the exact equator, mm -hmm. we go around 25,009 miles a day, mm -hmm. something like that, mm -hmm. don't hold me to the numbers, mm -hmm. in 24 hours. We're going a thousand twenty something miles an hour. Mm. I mean, how fast is that? It's madness. Whoa! But everything, the clock, everything's going. The doors and everything's the couches. It's all going way. Mm. So we are. What are we? Well, we are a slurry of mud. We are. Uh, we are electrolytes. We are or are not grounded right now. Thank goodness, the three, four, all, we're all barefoot on we're the concrete barefoot. and very comfortable not to be insulated, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're in the water, and you're so. After a while, you just, uh, you just, you were cold or you were too hot, mm. but after a while, you're in. Yeah, you're part of the thing, mm. and you're going. Pow! Mm. You're going so fast, and the whole thing is going fast, and of course, you see the sun. Is going slowly down. You got another forty minutes to surf or something, and I think I'll get this next wave. But that's what's driving everything. Mm. And these plants are growing. You eat a peach, you know, and you flip the seed over here, and it falls in the dirt. And mm. somehow this thing sprouts up here. It's a peach tree yeah. that yields a hundred thousand peaches in its lifetime, and then each one of those. So we are in a miracle. Mm. We are tiny microbes in, in a miracle, mm. trying to make sense of it, and uh, some of us. And unfortunately, many of us kind of give up and just suck them up, just go, just mm. 
down and just go out, you know. Yeah. Because, well, what else? Because where we're coming from is where I'm going to. I'm at 85. My dreams are not like your dreams at this point. Mm. I'm over the edge, and my dreams are very real with characters galore. I don't know what they are, who they are, yeah. but they are human-like, and I'm in a township, I'm in environments, and I am in, in, in waves. I'm in in the world of imagination, mm. which is not some vague thing. No, it's a real thing. Mm. And we're just down here temporarily frozen into these material shapes. Mm. Um, that's all. Over. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I mean, is it, um, is that kind of, you know, you, you're kind of mentioning that the, you know, like you've, 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 you, you mentioned you're on the edge of this new kind of future. Yeah. yeah. And you've got this imagination, which clearly has been, right. you've had an imagination though from, all of your life. I've like, been cued into imagining, yes. Yeah. Is that like a critical human element for you that's enabled you to do all the things you ever wanted to do? Like, is it is it really like the fundamental side well, to be able I'll to tell imagine? You what, I'll tell you what, next time you go to walk over here into the bathroom over there, yeah. on your way, just think about jumping up in the air. Okay. Well, you it's hard to imagine doing it because you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> But you break your mold. So I think, the, I don't know who says it in the Bible, but he says, at some point, just stop and make a fool of yourself. Be foolish mm. every once in a while so you can see how tied, how stuck you are in the patterns mm. that you've developed, mm. which are part of how you guide and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But break free from that stuff. Mm. I don't mean get drunk, I don't mean get a bunch of drugs or something, but just make kind of a joke of yourself mm. and you start to see that this these patterns that you are following you're following an image you are you are imagining i'm imagining myself moving my hand from here to there mm. if i move it too fast it's kind of changes my imagination but the image leads the material mm. the image leads the material We are all imagining this scene here, mm. and we're fulfilling it based on our uh, the, uh, stops and starts that are in us. Mm. One time I had a very vivid dream happen quickly, and uh, We'll call it a revelation. You know, a revelation is not such a big deal. You know, revelations in the Bible, that's that's a big deal. There's some big ones there, yeah. But how true, how vivid all yeah. those things are. Uh, but it was revealed unto me that um, when I am writing with my pen, that there are a lot of inputs. You got the paper and you're a kid and you got a pen, somebody gives you a pen, you know, and they say, draw, a, draw the letter A and you go, and your pen goes off the paper. Yeah. So as you're starting to do that, do that, a voice is coming and don't go too far. Hey, right, yeah. Nice job, Mr. Straighten. So there's all these, there were all these like computer cards back in the our day and the computer had these punch cards, you know, mm. IBM punch cards. Yeah. And there's that many punch cards here and there's over here and we're we're running through a very narrow track there. Now if it's wide and easy to go through it, we do it easily we do it easily. Mm. But if it's pinched together mm. too tight, we're blood pressure goes up and mm and uh, we can't quite do it and we jerk or something because but what you could do in this dream is you can stop and go in there and pull out this card and move it back or throw it away yeah. we can redo our whole program 
so that we change everything. Not that we want to, because then, then there's so much else that we have to do or could do. But yeah. you can go back and change all of these restraints, restrainings, and don't touch that. Good, that's no good boy. Oh, good boy. Oh, nice job. Oh, jump shit, man. If I can go. <laughs> Come on, you catch you doing it. If you get bad, if you really get hit or you get really hurt, your subconscious takes your ability to do that thing yeah. and get in that kind of trouble, takes it away. Mm. And so we got dumbed down and knocked down. Yeah. Mm. So we have to, with our children, we have to, we have to uh, discipline them. We got them, give them strong Spank discipline. Them good. <laughs> spank them good once in a while. I made it a point with each of our kids to spank them one time so damn hard that they, they, do you remember that, Sky? Depends what. Oh, huh? <laughs> numerous occasions, or yeah, just one, but just once or something. Not, and you don't want to. You got to be. I don't know how to raise your, how to raise kids. Oh God, oh man! Thank God I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> but I seem like to find a try to tie this very very good chat in a bow. I mean. Mm -hmm imagination like it seems to be this driving force in your whole life and this kind of removing the the constraints that maybe society or different programming puts on well, you even at this point right now you are imagining how to do your hands and mm. which word to take and if i use this word or that word i, th I think i'll choose this one and mm. i'll choose the next one mm. every sentence you've got 30 50 ch choice all the different I know. Choices. interviewers have su such oh. a tough job Tough job. Yeah, that's right. it's incredibly difficult. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You're doing good too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but with this imaginative quality, um, you know, how is it something that one can cultivate, or is it something that people just have to let go of other things in order to just let it flourish? One and the same, huh? One and the same. Yeah. Can it be cultivated? Yeah, though? totally. I think everyone, every human, has the capacity to imagine. Mm. I mean, you know, you have to think things through, you know, mm. even just to do simple things. A lot of times you got to envision how you're going to do it and you do yeah. it. So it's just a matter of, um, yeah, making a conscious effort to open your, broaden your horizons and open your perspectives. And, but and see, the, see the point I'm trying to make, though, is it something that sits in us already? Yes. Is it I already so. in us and we just need to move yeah. stuff out of yeah, the way? that's my thought. For sure. I agree. So is that cultivation? Because I mean, yeah, or is that just sure. getting out of your own way to well, let the thing the that's there? You're cultivating it by getting out of your way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my thought. I mean, some people don't through whatever their paradigms might be or whatever their socialized belief systems are. They yeah. don't feel the necessity to do that. They don't yeah. feel the necessity to drift outside of that. Yeah. To explore. And a lot of us also construct a third party or second party so we pray to God mm. and then God tells me to do this and we pray to God and God does that you know, uh. and sells to go do this thing I have an amazing friend that has done some amazing things uh, because God told him to just unscrew the, the bolts that were holding the Kauai, dam, the Kauai jail door uh. just unscrew those with your fingers and open the door and step out yeah, right. Yeah, which he did. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Don't worry with the lock. Just unscrew the, the hinges. The hinges. What's the... I mean, a lot of body the, the bodyboarders, boogie boarders, yeah. surfers, surfers, they're going to listen to this. They're going to watch this. Surfers. Um, you know, there's there's been a... There was a huge uh, kind of activation of this community globally um, to help with some medical issues you had last year or the year oh, before yeah. now, a oh while my back. God. Oh my God. So to kind of draw a, to draw a closing kind of moment in this discussion, what, how did that feel to you to receive such... Oh my Lord. Yeah, and what's your message to them to say, hey, about that? Well, my f words are not possible to blah 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 thank you that's it you know thank you oh my god that you people contributed freely 
from your hearts mm. in thanks mm. uh, by the from the efforts of this gentleman here mm. and my daughter Melinda yeah and uh, names of guys who are I can't remember the name of anybody. but the funds came in and really pulled us through mm. some very very difficult times mm. you know and it was so it is so appreciated both by Myself and Marsha, you know, mm. who is running the show. Mm. She's running. I'm not doing. I'm just kind of a dangling participle <laughs> at this point. But I will say, as a payoff mm. for those viewers and anyone enjoying this interview, mm. it's kind of possible because that happened. Yeah, I'm right. not sure if, if Tom would be sitting here exactly. right at the moment. Mm. Exactly. Oh, so that's like. Thank you, yeah, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, mm. for because this is like a, uh, important information that if you know. And friends, it, keep the cars and letters flowing. <laughs> and another thing, when Christmas comes along. <laughs> That's the perfect finish to this interview. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thanks it's been a real pleasure to, to hang out with you. For, yeah, it really is. Us, yeah. yeah, it's super cool. Thanks, Mike. Anytime.